This is Growth Decoded to Go, a podcast from a show that helps you grow your business by figuring out the customer experience, one piece at a time. We do this to share our findings with you, wherever you are. Because this podcast is only the audio portion of the show, there might be some references to visuals. But don't fret, because we've included links to the video version of the show in the podcast description. All right, let's get into it. Ahoy there, Internet. Welcome back to Growth Decoded, the show that helps you improve the customer experience one topic at a time. I'm your host, Ernie Santarelli, and this is our plant, Plantasia. We're very glad to have you with us today as we investigate site tracking. Now, this show, Growth Decoded, is focused on the customer experience, and more importantly, what makes the customer experience good. We know that if you can provide a good customer experience, then it makes it a whole lot easier to grow your business. And when we talk about creating a good customer experience, we're mostly talking about two main things. And these things are your main tasks in the quest for creating the ultimate customer experience. Now, if you get these things right, you win, and so do your customers. Now, these two things are critical and they should be baked into everything that you do. The first is know your customer. Know them as well as you can. What are the problems that they have that you can solve? What answers are they looking for that you can help them find? What are they interested in? And where do they look for information? What's their level of awareness about their problem? And how do they talk about their problems? Second, what are your customers' expectations and how are you managing those? Are you over-promising and under-delivering? Are you under-promising and never getting a chance to deliver? Do your customers have any pre-existing beliefs or notions or situations that you need to address before, during, and after you begin a customer relationship with them? How can you get on the same page as them so that your product, your service, your offering, whatever it is that you deliver to them is aligned with what they were expecting? That the communications, the price, the expected return, and the finished product is not only what they wanted, but what they were made to understand that they were getting. Now, I tell you all that to tell you this. Site tracking, today's topic, can help out immensely with both of these tasks. And the best part is that with site tracking, your customers are actually telling you everything you need to know about them, so long as you're listening. Site tracking connects your marketing and your sales actions to the activity that your contacts take across your website. It lets you listen and respond in real time as contacts visit your site and view specific categories and pages. Here's a way to think about this. Picture you're in a conversation with someone. When they speak, you listen. You hear what they're saying, you internalize it, you categorize it, and then you file away the information in your brain in in their file. Now, let's say you're talking to your friend on the phone, and they're telling you all about how much they love this new uh, music artist or or band. And then, a few weeks later, you're scrolling through social media, and you see a post about a pre-sale for a really intimate event that that band is performing at. So you hit the share button, you copy the link and you text it to your friend, or maybe you call your friend, or maybe you do both, who knows? It doesn't matter what your preferred method of of notification is. The point is, you tell them right away. They're super excited and grateful that you told them and they buy tickets before they sell out. Now think of site tracking like your website's ears. You're listening to the actions and behaviors that your contacts are taking across your site. In the example we just went through, You listen to your friend talk about their new favorite music artist, and then you tagged your friend with this new musical artist in your brain. In other words, you remembered that. That's the back end of site tracking, the automation or the operations piece. It's the comprehension part of it, the remembering. You're listening to them, then you internalize it, categorize it, and file it away in your contact management system for future use. You can do this with segmentation by adding a contact to a list or tagging them or simply noting their interest with a custom field in their contact profile. And then, in that example, you took action. 
You saw the event, and it triggered an action for you to send them a message about the thing you already know that they're interested in. And how do you know? Because they told you. This is what site tracking lets you do. It lets you send the right messages to the right people at the right time because you listened, you remembered, and then you built out an action based on that. It, it's all a conversation. But there's one big difference. You can automate site tracking and the subsequent tagging and messaging. And now you might be wondering, how is this different from any other analytics solution? And to that I say, analytics tools like Google Analytics, they give you stats about your website activity. They give you aggregated data that's meant to help you see trends and find issues with your website. Site tracking, on the other hand, gives you insight into individual contacts and what they are doing on your site. Beyond that, and maybe most importantly, site tracking lets you create personalized experiences for each of your contacts as they interact with your website. And not just create them, but automate them. All right, sounds good, right? Of course it does. But what does all this look like in practice? Does it actually work like this? Show me. I hear you, I hear you. And maybe I think it's best if our guest shows you. So let's meet him. Here we are with today's guest, Sven Brahm, the founder and CEO of Snell & Toxie out in the Netherlands. Sven, thank you so much for stopping by. Welcome to Growth Decoded. Hi, Ernie. Thank you. Thank you for uh, having me as a guest. It's an honor. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so before we get into this conversation kind of about site tracking and, and how uh, your business is using that feature as well as some other things, uh, could you tell us a little bit about Snell & Toxie? Yeah, of course. Um, we got a, we got a company. It's called Snell Taxi. Yes, we are have started about six years ago, um, and we provide taxi service in whole of the Netherlands. So not only in the crowded areas, but also in uh, in, in the areas where are uh, yeah less uh, where where are less people. Um, so we can provide for everybody for every company that needs uh, needs a ride from from A to B or from. Uh, from A to, to an airport, we provide taxi services. And we do it with a, a reverse auction system. So when a customer is um, is booking a ride at our site, uh, then we actually divide it and we, we start an auction with our taxi partners. And the sooner they are uh, accepting this ride, um, the less this taxi partner is getting uh, compensated by us. But uh, he is uh, then certain that he can uh, right, this this uh, this booking. Um, so yeah, that's why we um, uh, made it like a, a, an optimum, so that we can find the right taxi company for this kind of ride, so that the taxi company that really wants that ride can get it. Um, and on that part, we can uh, provide uh, cheap prices for our uh, customers, um, and yeah, give give something back to, to, to the customers and be able to, to be a competitive uh, uh, taxi company in the Netherlands. Awesome. Awesome. And so you, you had mentioned um, people who are looking for rides, they come to your site, they tell you, you know, where they are, where they're looking to go. And then that's the way that the, the service gets booked. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and they, they are all always certain that we can, uh, that we can do this right. Uh, so um uh, yeah, people can book in advance, but uh, this this is like 20 minutes before before the ride starts. But it's also possible that the people book for uh, a ride within three months or something. Uh, and yeah, we just auction those those rides, and when we can we cannot find a, a taxi partner, then we have uh, some kind of escalation team that is uh, yeah trying to do um, the utmost to to uh, to find another partner uh, on a manual manual task. Uh, yeah. 
Site tracking helps you solve some problems when you're working to learn more about your customer. Remember, knowing your customers better makes it easier every time you want to send them a message or do something for them. So that's the big problem, right? How do you know your customer better? But your marketing efforts will always get more effective when you can be specific about the problem you're working to solve. So let's get a little more specific here. What individual problems might you be facing that site tracking can help you solve and help you better know your customers? First of all, how do you know which of your contacts are visiting your website? That would be a pretty useful thing to know. The specific people who are engaged. They're much more likely to be contacts that will become customers. Next, what are those contacts interested in? It's also pretty useful. Site tracking makes note of that, so you can use it later. Again, if you know what people are interested in, you know what you want to talk to them about. You might want to aim your marketing communications at a target. It helps to know what and where that target is. Otherwise, you're shooting from the hip in a dark room and your odds of hitting the bullseye are, well, they're not very good. And finally, when should you talk to those contacts about the things that you know they're interested in? Using automation, you can send them messages triggered by site tracking data that make the most sense based on who they are. So in short, site tracking lets you create marketing and sales processes that use behavioral targeting, triggered messages, and specific segmentation. What if you're not sure where to start? You could start here. Identify a problem that you want to solve, and then think about whether or not knowing which contacts have looked at particular website pages would help you solve that. Check out this quote from Colleen Bow, the email marketing manager at ActiveCampaign. And for some added context at ActiveCampaign, we use ActiveCampaign. A lot of the information that we get is based on behavioral triggers. So we can look and see if they visited a certain page on the website, trigger an automation, and have that maybe route to sales. Or maybe get them started on a specific path based on the pages that they've gone to. Now let's hear from Sven. What problems was he trying to solve with site tracking? You, um, for what I understand, had a very interesting use case for, for sort of how you started using site tracking. Um, there was sort of a, a problem or something that you were looking to solve, looking to accomplish. Can you, can you talk a little bit about um, how you started using site tracking? Yeah, of course. So, yeah, we're, we're about six years uh, ahead now since the start. Uh, but in the beginning, um, uh, yeah, we were, we were making quite, quite a loss uh, every year uh, and we were fully in, in, in investing mode. So at that time, um, we needed uh, extra funds and we, uh, we uh, decided to do a crowdfunding campaign. Um, and we also decided to do that with, with our customers and with our taxi partners. So we had, we had a big list and uh, already an active campaign with uh, a pretty big list of, of, uh, yeah, of our contacts. Um, and we, uh, yeah, we shouted out that we had, uh, that we had this crowdfunding uh, campaign. But what we actually wanted to know is like, okay, who is really interested to, to possibly invest in us? Uh, and how can, we, how can we manage that? Because it's, yeah, we can take a look at the open rate or to see, um, yeah, to, yeah, there was not much to, to see if we don't use site tracking. So what we did, we, we implemented the site tracking and also um, um, used the, the lead scoring uh, technique to, to find out uh, who actually not only was clicking on the link, but actually really dived a little bit deeper, deeper into our website and to see uh, if they're really interested in possibly investing uh, at, our, at our site. And for our sales team that uh, was, um, uh, yeah, that was doing the, the telephones to, to actually uh, um, uh, 
do the conversation to, to, to find out if, if uh, he or she wants to invest uh, a little bit, yeah, a little bit extra. Th these are all uh, not the professional investors, but these, these were all the crowdfunding kind of uh, investors, so our, our clients and, uh, and the taxi partners. But because of, because of sidetracking, we found out that, uh, that some people were actually uh, yeah, doing much more on the website and uh, yeah, they, they're getting a, uh, because of the point system, they, they were, yeah, they were, we were able to, to make a short list of 200 people that, that we could, could see like these are really interested and these, yeah, we have to call the, 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 those kind of people. Instead of only doing everything by email, um, of course, we send out emails, uh, but, but these people were really uh, highlighted as the, the hot leads for the, for the investing. So this was actually the start of side tracking for us. That's awesome. So you were sort of, you know, like for lack of a better term, listening to what they were doing across your website, seeing that they were looking at these pages and diving into your website more and more. And then you identified those through site tracking and lead scoring you had mentioned, and then reached out to those people. Once you've identified a use case or a few areas where you think that site tracking data can help you, well, then what? I mean, this all sounds great, sure, but how do you actually go about setting it up? Well, let's take a look here. Now, before we start a note, we can speak to how site tracking works in ActiveCampaign because that's who we are. The specifics might change if you're using a different tool for site tracking, but the fundamentals should remain relatively similar. So let's take a look at those. First, let's understand what's actually going on here. Now, site tracking does what it does by using a small snippet of tracking code. You need to add this code to the footer of every page on your website that you wish to track visits to. This tracking code lets page view data be sent to your active campaign account or whatever tool you might be using. First party cookies track visits made to every page on your site that has that code installed. And a first party cookie is a cookie that's created by the domain that the contact is visiting. So when a contact visits your site, the web browser, the web browser saves data files to their computer under the website's name. This provides transparency to your contacts about where these tracking cookies came from and where their information is being stored. First party cookies can't be shared or transferred from website to website, and this is to protect the security of your contacts and also you whenever you're surfing the web. Now, if you have multiple websites listed in your account that use site tracking, contacts will need to be identified for each site in order to track their page visits. To associate page view data with a contact, that contact needs to be identified, and that lets site tracking tools link page visits with a contact email address. Page visit data is then stored in your account and it's made available to you on that contact's profile uh, or in the segment builder. Now this is where you would see the end product, the contact viewed XYZ page, that part of it. Okay, okay, enough talk. Show me, right? Crash course time. First, you're gonna navigate to the left-hand side menu and hit settings. That will open the settings menu. And then you're gonna click tracking. This will open up the site tracking menu. It looks a little like this. So here's what you want to do. That toggle switch to enable site tracking, flip that bad boy to on. A little bit further down the page, you're going to see where you can add your website URL. Do that. It will show up in the box above, as you can see with the sites that I have added in my account. Now there's a box underneath here, which will be clicked on by default, and that means that each page on your domain will be whitelisted. If you want to whitelist a single page or subdomain, you can type that specific URL into the add website URL field, and then unclick that include all website pages box, and then click the add button. Next, 
Copy this site tracking code here and paste it into the footer of each page on your website that you want to track. Now we recommend placing the code in the footer because it's the easiest way of having the site tracking work on all pages. However, you'll need to review the documentation provided by your content management system or your website provider to make sure that the placement of the code is correct. In addition to that, they might provide you with a solution that allows you to only paste the code once and have it display on all pages. Pretty easy, huh? But how do you automate based on this? Again, what we're about to show you is how it works in ActiveCampaign, so this might differ from solution to solution, but here's what we can do. Open up that automation builder and start building an automation. You're going to be asked to pick a, an automation start trigger, and you should select this one. Contact visits a page. You'll then indicate which page you're looking to start the automation from. But what if it doesn't make sense to send an email or to reach out on the first page visit? What if you want to add more page visits or a total amount of website or page visits before you take the next action? Have no fear. You can add conditions regarding site tracking data here. Whether it's multiple visits to your website in general, or to a specific page, or maybe you want to create multiple automations that send specific messages based on either of those conditions. You can do that. And the best part is you know the messages that you're about to send are relevant. Why? Because you're listening. Remember, marketing is a conversation, and all good conversationalists know the best way to be interesting is to be interested. You can't just talk about what you want to talk about all the time. What about what they want to talk about? All right, let's hear from Sven about the implementation process for them. So when you were implementing this system between lead scoring, between site tracking, what did, what did that process look like? Was it, was it difficult to set up on your site the way that you wanted to? Uh, were there any you know, difficulties that you had, any obstacles or problems that you kind of faced when you were setting it up? Yeah, it, it, was, quite, it was quite easy. Um, I have to be honest, we, we've got our own development team as well uh, mm. here. So I think it's a little bit easier for them as well. Sure. Uh, we made it, we made a little bit more uh, complex integration because we also used uh, um, the people have to log in at our website to make a booking. Mm. Uh, so they all have got accounts, and the, the nice thing is that we can uh, chain the the email address from that account into the, the email address of Active Campaign. So yeah. we made this um, uh, integration with also knowing uh, if a customer is locked in or or if he yeah if he is or is it, if it isn't. Um, but but as well, the developers uh, just uh, copied a simple code uh, into our website. Um, yeah, it was not not that difficult. Um, and the nice thing is that you really can see within uh, within that campaign, and yeah, immediately if it works or if it doesn't. Uh, right. And, um, yeah, within the activity log, you you just see if it uh, yeah if it fits. Awesome. So, so with the, the lead scoring system and then, you know, having the site tracking set up, were you building automations kind of on the back end where if a contact hit a certain threshold or viewed a certain page a number of times that it was notifying you or notifying the, the salespeople or how did, how did it look for the salespeople on your end to see, you know, which contacts they should be reaching out to? Yeah, at that time we didn't we didn't do much with automations yet. Uh, it was just the starting of, of the company as well. So at mm. that time we just uh, put out a, a list uh, through the advanced search uh, option with mm. with all the scores and just a, a list with the the best scores uh, on top. And we just uh, we just called to see uh, is this working? This this kind of technique that we used and uh, yeah. and it was really working. And we also did some follow up emails to to people that didn't score or whatever, but the, the results were much lower on that part. And we, we could automate those processes instead of doing the manual work, uh, uh, which was quite much more time, but 
when you do that with the right context, it's, it's a very good uh, strategy. I think it's it's really tempting to um, to to make it too complex, uh, especially in the beginning. So um, within this uh, side circle, you can you can just uh, add lead scores uh, from page A and page B, and and you, yeah, you can make it as uh, as fancy as you want to, and it's it's really easy to click that. Uh, within uh, Active Campaign, and we started like that as well. Um, but I think uh, it's much better to 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 keep it pretty simple in the beginning, and to just see um, yeah how it's working uh, uh, before you are making too much different content for different people, especially when you have a list like say like like a list of one thousand or five thousand people. You can use some of it. Uh, but I think it's 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 better to to focus then on just growing the list instead of uh, making it too complex in the beginning. Now that we've got site tracking set up, we can set out to do whatever it is we want to do, or at least better inform ourselves about who is viewing what, when, and how many times. Now this could give you some great results, and I'd love to hear from Sven what results have been like for them. Well, it worked out very well. So within two months, we uh, we raised uh, about half a million uh, euros. Um, wow. So it was successful. And, and of course, the, the people that got a call from us, uh, they didn't know that we uh, knew actually so much about them. So they thought like this is just normal, uh, a normal sales call. But uh, yeah, I'm interested. So uh, but for us, it saves uh, tons of time um, because we, we could just focus on the people who, uh, who are really interested. So it was a big success, yeah. And it was also uh, something that we thought, like, okay, this is um, this is much better than the, yeah, than what what other uh, marketing automation platforms uh, at that time. And uh, yeah, this was like uh, four years ago or something, or three mm. or four years ago. Um, at that time, there was not uh, a solution like that uh, available at well at some some sites, but not, a lot of them didn't provide that. Beautiful, I love it. With an effective use of site tracking, you might experience some side effects. Things like higher campaign performance, happier email recipients, more relevant emails sent to corresponding people, a better understanding of your audience, and more ideas about where to take your business next. Like everything that we talk about on Growth Decoded, this topic is but one of many pieces that you can solve the overall puzzle of the customer experience. It's not a cure-all. There is no silver bullet for marketing. Site tracking is a tool that you can use to better understand your web traffic from your contacts. And that's a key point. They have to already be your contacts and it has to be your website. A contact has to be cookied before they can be tracked. And they can then only be tracked on pages with your UTM parameters. So not across Facebook or Meta now, I guess. I don't know. Or Google, where those don't exist. And you can't place that site tracking code anyways because it's not your website. Now, the second thing to note and understand here is that you can't track anonymous contacts because of privacy. So now you might be asking yourself, how do contacts get cookied? It sounds delicious, but we're not talking about showing up at your contacts' houses with a box of oatmeal raisin flavored baked goods. Although I wish we were, in which case I would request snickerdoodles because those things are enchanting. But back to site tracking, how do contacts get cookied? Again, speaking in terms of active campaign, because that's who we are, there are three ways that we do it. First, when a contact clicks a link in a campaign, note that the page that the contact goes to when they click a link in your campaign must be whitelisted in your active campaign account and have that site tracking code installed the way that we showed earlier. Second, when a contact submits a form created in active campaign, 
Now, when a contact submits your active campaign form, they need to redirect on a page, or sorry, redirect to a page on your website that has that site tracking code installed. These are the two most common ways. And the third way is by dynamically inserting the email address of known visitors into the tracking code. Now, if you've already identified a contact by their email address, you can insert that email address into the site tracking JavaScript code. Now, this is somewhat technical. Or if you're like me, it's very technical. So I'm going to respectfully decline the option of attempting to explain this method in a way that would make it any clearer to you. And I would encourage, nay, implore you to seek someone out who possesses both the technical aptitude and conversational eloquence to convey this idea to you. Someone like, well, someone like the fine individuals of the active campaign support and success teams. Have there been any ideas that you have run by them or have we, you know, kind of worked with you to, to develop some of these things? I know you mentioned you have a developer team on your, uh, on your side. So um, that's, that's, that's great for, you know, getting everything set up on your end. But um, have, you, have you worked with our like success team at all? Yeah, we, we, we did. We had several meetings and uh, yeah, we're in close contact and everybody is really doing their utmost to, uh, yeah, to del deliver us the, the tools that we need. And uh, of course, we got uh, lots of wishes and we also understand that our wishes are not the wishes of everybody uh, uh, that, that, is, that is a client of you. Mm -hmm. um, but um, yeah, and I think there, uh, what, what we just really lo uh, loved from that campaign is that there's so much development going on and uh, that every month or every two months there, there are pretty major improvements on the, on the platform. So we've heard some examples of how Sven is using site tracking and we've outlined a few general ways ourselves, but what else is there? You know, how else could you use it for your business? Let's take a look at some use cases. First, let's say you're an e-commerce business. You could use site tracking to trigger a message with a coupon code to send 30 minutes or so after a contact views a product page of your site, but doesn't make a purchase. Or maybe you can use it to apply a tag to note a contact's interest and begin a targeted follow-up sequence after two or more visits to a specific product category. But why stop there? You know, maybe you want to create a split path in an automation so that you treat a contact differently if they've already viewed a certain page of your site. Want to use site tracking to qualify potential customers? You can automatically move contacts to another stage of your sales pipeline when they view three or more important pages of your website, like your pricing, your products, or your demo pages. Why not tie it into your contact or lead scoring system? Hint, we're, we're covering that topic later this season, but you could increase or decrease a contact or lead score on the basis of visits and views of specific pages. Still not satisfied? Well, why not personalize the content of your campaigns based on what categories of your site a contact has repeatedly viewed using conditional content? Now, what about Sven? What are some other current and future uses of site tracking that they have going? Later on, we use automations uh, combined with, uh, with uh, uh, site tracking, but for really different kind of, uh, yeah, uh, different kind of uh, strategies. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about those? Like how, how have you sort of incorporated um, automation and site tracking and maybe some of the other features that you're using at Active Campaign together? Yeah, yeah, of course. So I think the base for us um, uh, is that we, we just track engagement. Mm. Um, so this is good for the, for the help the health of the, the contact list. So um, we just check uh, to see if, if people are logging in at our website, if they are um, uh, at least do something or, or make a booking or just be coming to our website and, and be a little bit more interactive with our, with our brand. Um, and what we do is um, when people are trying to uh, fall out of this, uh, of this engagement 
uh, score. And if they, yeah, if, if we're trying to, if, if we are losing them, we do a final voucher. We give we give them a final voucher with a with a discount. Um, and if they don't interact on that part, it's not necessary that they need to do a booking, but we just want to see some kind of interaction. If they don't have any interaction on that part, we just de delete them. We send out an email that we have deleted them and that, yeah, they're <laughs> free to go. Uh, but it's better for, for us and also for, for them um, that we don't uh, annoy those people anymore uh, with our brand, then it's okay. Um, but also because we we use it like this, uh, I think the the um, uh, predictive sending option uh, is much much better because Active Campaign knows when our our, our contacts are online. Mm. Uh, so when they are in an automation with the, the predictive sending is running uh, within a time frame of twenty four hours, Active Campaign just knows that those people are online. So it maybe it's a good moment to send out those emails. I don't know what's happening behind the scenes at Active Campaign. Uh, that's all. Uh, yeah, that's all uh, part of your. Uh, uh, yeah, of your solution. So we we just expect that the, the deliverability is is much better when we use it like that. It's also yeah one of the the things that we're using um, site tracking for. And then we have another thing like um, we, well we got several, but we have like uh, uh, the taxi partners that wants to be become a partner. Mm. Yeah, we track a little bit more information about them if they are really interested or if they are a little bit less interested. And it's also just to um, to fill in our integration with uh, PipeDrive, just to give them a little bit more amount of information uh, about the lead scores they are they are getting, and and just to to get uh, the people from sales get a little bit more um, munition to see if someone is a really hot lead or if it's just, uh, yeah, someone that is just browsing around. Yeah. Wow. I love, I love all of those examples because you've, you've kind of got two different audiences of people, right? You've got people who are looking to use your service for, for rides, but then you also have those taxi companies that you're saying you're partners and you're using site tracking kind of to better inform your employees or your company about both of those different groups, whether it's, are they online right now? We should probably send them an email. Were they happy and satisfied with their ride? Um, and then from the other point of view, um, you know, who's looking at the site, who's interested and, and kind of keeping tabs on the potential partners as well. I, that's, that's awesome. Okay, we've covered a lot here. Site tracking is a powerful tool for you to use to better understand your individual contacts, right? Who are they? What are they interested in? And how interested are they? This information is like gold in terms of its value for your use in future communications, right? It, it lets you reach out at the right time about the right thing, the thing that you know they're already interested in. Because the customer experience comes down to two things. How well do you know your customer? And how well are you able to set, meet, or exceed their expectations? Now, site tracking tells you what they're interested in. That lets you meet their expectations about what they want to hear from you about. This information is yours, right? It's happening on your website and your pages. It's not information coming from some third-party source, but rather information that you can use regardless of what happens on the social media platforms or however the Google algorithm changes. Your customers are talking to you, not always with words or with messages or with comments, but with their actions. Now, my dad has a saying. He says, listen to what people do, not what they say. And that's what site tracking does for you. Site tracking is your ears. It's your digital listening system. What are your customers saying? Let's hear it from Sven. If, we, if people have complaints on, the, um, on, on a ride, uh, we can track 
after the after the ride has has taken place, we we ask them how it was, and if it was not uh, the way they wanted to to be, uh, they they go to a, a form on our website. Uh, they can fill in a complaint, and we just um, will be notified if they fill it in, uh, but also if they just were on those on that page or or yeah that they did something about that. Um, and we start a webhook uh, that is just pushing this information into our own API, uh, and we chain it with the right uh, with the right taxi company, so that we have a, some kind of point system uh, that we can find out which kind of taxi companies are doing good and which uh, are doing a little bit less good, and that we can uh, also act on that, and that we can uh, yeah just be um, uh, sure that, that yeah that the, the the service uh, by us is is, uh, is 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 the high standard that we are uh, we are seeking for. I think especially site tracking helps uh, our sales team a little bit better because uh, we have more background info about what people are doing on our website and how uh, uh, how engaged they are actually. Uh, it also helped us with the with the health score of our of our lists uh, to just delete people that are really not engaged anymore. Uh, especially because this um, um, to rely on the open the open rates, uh, I, yeah, we we just see a trend going on that a lot of email providers are not giving that information anymore. So, like five years ago, it was a pretty good standard to see the open rate and just uh, rely on that part. And only the email clients that didn't show the pixel were were not able to provide it. But it was all almost good. Mm -hmm. um, but now it's getting less and less and less, and we don't want to rely only if they. Otherwise, you can rely on the if they clicked on a link in this email. But a lot of people are not clicking, but they are actually going to our website just directly, or or within another email, or or because they have it in, in on the bookmark or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to lose those people, and we want to to be able to to find out if they're still engaged with us uh, or or not, even without doing a booking. That's that's the most. Yeah, important part because if they do a booking, they will be automatically. Yeah, we use the conversion track tracking for that part. Um, so yeah, we we are not a site with so much contact content. Right. So um, that that could be a little bit different situation uh, to to really dive into what kind of uh, yeah what kind of. Uh, sections they are reading from the website or, or whatever that's that's not really the case with with our uh, uh, with our company right uh, but especially it, it helped us uh, for certain and uh, and also with this uh, predictive uh, sending uh, uh, tools to to give some more information uh, about our customers to active campaign and that's our show thank you to sven from snelling taxi thank you for watching we're coming back in a couple of weeks with another investigation of lead generation and how you can grow your list. Now, until next time, I'm Ernie. This is Plantasia. This has been Growth Decoded. Go forth and automate. Thanks for listening to Growth Decoded to Go. For the latest updates on Growth Decoded and links to the live show, you can sign up to be a part of the Grow team at activecampaign.com slash events slash growth hyphen decoded. 